I'm William, and I play Iskuro. This is Ben, and I play Paco. It's Mitch, and I play Nick. It's Chris, and I play Baldrick. Hey, I'm Casey. I play Dora. Okay, so uh, I'm Riley. So nice to meet you. <laughs> it's been like forever since we've recorded. Yeah, it actually had everyone <laughs> like all of us. Uh, last time on Fornad, uh, Kuro stole some cookies, and I think that's the most important thing. Uh, <laughs> also, Nick Nick's soul is broken, and he needs to try and piece it together. Uh, Nick, you don't you don't have much to go on, but by what that means, uh. I've revised one of the parts of your soul that I had planned out. I'm going to say your first instinct, though. And, like, you don't know if this is because you're you're smart or if you're uh, just an idiot. Should I make an intelligence roll? Or if, like, this is some sort of divine thing, though. Uh, The first thing that comes to mind when when you think of a part of your soul is you think of your religion. Uh huh. The defining point. So, mm. should I go to the Pope of my religion? Or just back home? I mean, discuss it with your friends. Alright. Okay, so, I turn to the group. Guys, right? I think that, like, my soul's broken. And I need to figure out how to fix it. And... As you know, George Christ, he's my guy, right? He's my man. I'm a very religious person, so maybe we should start there. Uh, okay, out of character here. Did the lady say that uh, how many pieces it was broken into, or did she just say it was broken? Uh, I believe she said it was six pieces, and you need to use the seventh to bind them. All you have right, no idea what that I means. A, I don't want to make a meta game fuck up here. Okay, back into character. Pop. Okay, so she said that uh, my soul is broken into six pieces. And the seventh, which I guess I have, needs to be with them to repair it. And that's all I know. So you got knocked into a coma... By a yes. glowing lady, and she tells you your soul's broken, and we should go yes. find your soul. Uh huh. Uh, before we go on, uh, Kuro, make a perception check. Twelve and what is that? Uh, plus four. Uh, sixteen. Uh. Hmm. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're real close, though. But uh, so where are we right now? Are we? Are we in the? Are we in? Are we? You guys are in the inn. In the inn, do they have alcohol in the inn? That's my question right now. Ooh, alcohol. Uh, I don't remember my exact description of uh, Cordial's tale from the last episode, but it was. I think there's a separate tavern in inn. You know, I'm like biting my and tongue I think, not to say those two words. I think, right? I think specifically Baldrick mentioned that he was going to the tavern at the end of the last episode. So let's just say I'm in the tavern. No, let's just say once the tavern guy drink came back. <laughs> Before I started talking. 
All right, so what should we do, guys? I'm thinking about maybe going home to see, or maybe even like Le Pop or something. I will. I will say it'll be a much longer journey if you go to see the head of this religion. Yeah, let's just go home then. I have no clue any of the shit. Your soul journey, quite literally now. Can I, yes, uh... quite literally. I mean, you guys all get the feeling that if you don't fix this, you might lose a neck. Mm. Whether or not that's something you guys mind, I don't know. But don't let me. Die, I've only been with these guys for no. a few weeks. Can I make a like? Hey, I've drank with you before, Baldrick. And you didn't remember me when I came and hit you again. Yes, I got a, a, a small flash of stupidity. I was a lightweight drunk compared to me and David. Wisdom check to see if I know where souls go when they're broken or something? I mean, given your quest to retrieve Darius's soul from the uh, soul veil, pretty sure you all know where souls go when they're, when they're departed from the body. Oh, well, I know none of this because Paco was currently a zombie when all this was being discussed. Well, your brain still registered it. In Paco. But, uh, yeah, sure. If you want to make like a, an arcana check. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what would be the modifier for that? I believe there's an arcana skill. Holy crap, what happened to my character sheet? There, there is an arcana, arcana skill. <laughs> I thought it'd be under wisdom, because like arcane and magic needs smarts. That's why. I yeah, that's that's why to... that's why he uses intelligence, not wisdom. Well, di- <laughs> different different classes use different modifiers for their magics. Like I believe bards use charisma. Yeah, bards are yeah. charisma. A-, a lot of souls are actually charisma. Actually, plus five. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Nice. Okay, so you know that uh, souls being broken or, or split like this is an extremely rare thing to happen. Uh, you also know that if it is not rectified, uh, there could be some serious consequences to that person's personality. Uh, in one extreme case, it has led to them just completely deteriorating. So Nick dies, or deteriorates. The Nick we know dies. If we don't get his soul. Please don't let me deteriorate. And I will say, you haven't noticed anything off about Nick. Hmm, guys. I mean, we do have this backup cleric. I say we just continue on. You just just pat (laughs) T on the back. Hey, we brought a spare. Is Nick different this time than when Baldrick first met him long ago for a drink? Uh, yeah, he seems a lot more, a lot more unsure, I guess. All right, a a bit more shaken, maybe not stirred. Let's go. Let's go to your hometown then. Let's fix this issue. I mean. The one person that we do know who has gotten his soul back was like, um, what was her name? Darius's brother with number one and all that. Sister. I mean, Darius' sister. sister who yeah, Darius' sister. Actually, do I even know this? Uh, she's that. all the way in Grotfa. Yeah, do we want to go all the way to Grotfa? 
I mean, this is for Nick, so maybe not. Can't tell uh, if that was an insult or a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, because, like, on one hand, we have no time to lose, but on the other hand, if you guys really cared about me, you'd go to the edge of the earth to help, right? Paco does I will say that you're getting a strong feeling from this religion thing, and if you recall, George Christ, not a very widespread figure on Grafa. Yeah, that's right. Alright, well, maybe I should make a religion check, and maybe there's... I don't know, fucking... Let's go home. Okay, uh, you guys are, are walking all the way to uh, Fender Winter. Indiana Jones style. Doing that whole map thing where we do the dots, and in the background, we're walking. Yeah, well, uh, since this is Nick's campaign, Nick, roll for uh, encounter. All right, hold on. Pace. Give me encounter. I want to punch something. <laughs> 11. Oh, wait, we're doing an encounter? Riley, why are you the only one who gets nat 20? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> because I am God. Technically, he's not uh, wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, this will be a fun random encounter. Not really a combat one, which I should do Let's to do add the episode. Uh, Let's do combat. You guys, while you guys are walking down the road, uh, you see uh, a young elf woman walking beside an old... A uh, human with like a five o'clock shadow type beard and like graying hair, and he's got like a bunch of swords on him. A bunch, mm. like three swords. That yeah, I will call that a bunch actually. Like a couple. Okay. Uh, can I do a perception check? Can we just meet Geralt. I go along with this perception check too. <laughs> No, you did not meet Geralt. <laughs> Is that the guy from fucking uh The Witcher? Sure. No. It's it's a character from mine and Casey's book, actually. Eight. This perception check is gonna be great. I want a perception check also. Yeah, I'm uh, you, you can't the wrong way. You you don't see him, Mitch. That's a ten, even though I roll a three. Baldrick is drunk. <laughs> actually, Riley, I that's a ten even with that three. <laughs> Baldrick is still drunk. Wait, not surprised. He's always drunk. Wait, did did I have to roll my modifier? I forgot forgot about my modifier. It's like no. uh, So so as they as they pass by, you just hear them arguing. Uh, You hear the elf woman uh, call the call the old guy dad, and then they walk past. And that's just a fun little reference to a book. Me, in case you're writing, you guys don't need to worry (laughs) about it. Oh, I think uh-huh. exactly what you're talking about okay. now. Okay, so so you were just you were just. I promised Casey that I'd put him in there somewhere, and I've been looking for a place. Yay! Okay. All I right. Like I know exactly what that's a reference to. <laughs> and there goes fake Geralt. Okay. His his name is Alvar. Alvar. I know him as fake Geralt. All right. So continue on our way. I suppose so. Okay, so uh, you guys, you guys make it to uh, to Fend- F- Fender Winter, the Fendelin part. Yeah. So, uh, Fender Winter. 
You're welcome. And uh, it looks exactly the way you remember it, except for now there's a grand cathedral where the church once stood. Yeah. You know, that church just keeps upgrading. Was that the church that you guys burned down? The infamous burnt church? No, no. Arashi burnt it Question, down. Riley, Arashi does Barbrick know that they burned down the church? I mean, he was in town, probably. Drinking with David. I mean, I know that Paco knows that they burnt down the church. Well, I, know I, must know what, I, I know I'm pretty sure the church burned down. I'm sure, do, I, do I know that they were, that they were related to that matter? <laughs> you don't. You do not. So, so the Paco saying that I look around, I look at them confused. You burned down the church? <laughs> no, some other ass hat that we were traveling with did. And uh, let's be respectful because they're no longer in the in the group. All right, Arashi Dominus did it. I believe her name was Nominus, but whatever. Nominus, Dominus, I don't. Eh. The way, yeah, and I I saved a bunch of people. And uh, it got upgraded. All right. Either way, we've had yeah. a long journey. I'm gonna go to the tavern. You wanna come with me? I'm gonna go to the church. Let's do that scene before we do the church one. Uh, maybe. All right. Paul, Paul go ahead. Goes ahead. He goes to the church with whoever he agreed. Which I'm pretty sure it's Dura. Uh, Kuro's coming along. Wait, right. who's going to the church? I'm going with them. That's you with Nick. Uh, I'm going to just the Nick. But we're doing the bar scene first because that th- those are always fun. Okay, so uh, a monk, an elf, and a werewolf walk into oh, a bar. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender looks at the werewolf and says, "Why the long face?" <laughs> the bartender's a horse. <laughs> werewolf. No, uh, the the bartender is an old-looking, like grumpy dwarf. Mm. Uh, with a bald head and just a beard that goes on for miles. <laughs> like, like it, it touches the floor and it goes behind, like between his legs, and you just see it go behind a door, and that's it. Jesus, <laughs> you have no idea how beard. long the beard actually is. It's just a really long beard. Chris just picturing him, like, whenever he walks, he constantly trips. <laughs> uh, it happens sometimes. Sometimes he gets hot, like, on a nail somewhere. Mm-hmm. Is that carpet you think you're walking on? <laughs> Anyways, the carpet Baldrick. is just all his beard. Andre <laughs> goes oh, up to God. the bar barkeep. Strongest drink, please. Uh, he he pours you uh, a pint of something. It's just <laughs> like this black liquid, and he hands it to you. I, I pay him for whatever that costs, and drinks and start drinking it. Uh. Make a constitution check. Yay. That's, uh... 11. Rolling quite high today, aren't you? Okay, so it gets you a little drunk. I, it, uh, I, it tastes bad. Hitting that point it's starting to become drunk, I drink a little water with it, so I don't go overboard. Uh, so you just have your flask filled with water right now? I always have it with me when I'm drinking strong beer like this. And I can don't become okay, so that, over. <laughs> that sobers you up a little bit. The the flask of potent drinks water. Then I drink again. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just this weird sensation of being drunk and then not drunk. 
That's the reason why I'm the best. Dura, I'm assuming, is watching this in utter fascination. Yep. Either that or looking for someone to rob. No, just watching <laughs> in fascination. Like this is this is rather interesting. Secretly watch watch watching this dude double fist two different beverages. <laughs> like just a True. mug in one hand and a flask in the other. You assume they're both alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> and typically falling out one second, he's perfectly fine the next. Just constantly being more hungover. <laughs> the flask of potent drink does cure drunkenness if you drink water from it. That that's how we agreed. It does not cure being hungover. Oh, I know. Oh, so he's just giving himself a massive headache for no reason. <laughs> so it would seem. Uh, Kuro, what do you want to do in the bar? Just eat your cookie. <laughs> I mean, Kuro's just also watching, standing right next to Dura. What, watching him eating his double, cookie, double drink. <laughs> <laughs> Amazed at this idiot <laughs> who's drinking alcohol but not getting Pretty drunk much. for no particular reason. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to the cathedral. Um, Nick, you're greeted uh, by a familiar face, one of the priests that raised you as a child. Okay, uh, I remember his name, right? Yes, it is Father uh, Dorian. Okay, uh, walk up, be like, uh, greetings, Father Dorian. How are the I'm fine. How have you been on your travels, young sir? He says with a, with a bow. Uh, okay, well, I obviously bow back. And, uh, I, I say that I'm actually in a bit of trouble. Uh, I was wondering if I could speak to the... Okay, real quick, out of character. Do I remember the name of the head of the church? The head of the church would be... Uh... I don't think we ever came up with a name for him, so I'm going to come up with a name for him on the spot. Uh, Father Maxie? Sure, you know what? Father Maxie. Okay. All right. Uh, I need to speak to Father Maxie, please. Uh, Dorian kind of, like, nods, and he uh, pats you on the shoulder and says, It's good to see you again, son. I'll go get him for you. And then he looks at uh, Paco. You came with him, right? Yeah. And he says, Now it's been a long time since I've seen one of your kind in here. My kind has been here before? Well, I mean, recently you guys moved into Fender Winter. So, so we've seen you guys on the streets, but none of your kind are very uh, religious for, for, for George Christ. We respect your, your religion, and you guys are very capable when it comes to defending the town, but it's just been a while since I've seen you. Since I've seen one of your kind in this building. Sure. I'm with him. I point to Nick. Yeah. Uh, he, he nods and says, you're, you're making some colorful friends there, Nick. Yeah, he's alright. And then, then, then he interpret this as slightly racist. It is annoyed. <laughs> I was really trying hard to make sure that didn't come off as racist. And the second I said your kind, I was like, well, this is going to be taken the wrong way. Uh, your kind was fine. It was colorful when Paco's like bright blue. Yeah. <laughs> Not all Igar are colorful, though. I bet there's some, some ones that look like those, uh, those brown little 
titbirds, you know, just like with the feathers that make them look like they're frowning all the time. Also, uh, this is this is our uh, our our sessionly reminder that uh, Paco wears fuchsia nail polish. So, yes, his nails uh, are like <laughs> bright fuchsia. Blend Casey. I don't know if we've ever actually said that in an episode. No, I, I don't think we have, and I'd forgotten about it for a long time. So I just retconned Paco into having fusion nail polish in his inventory. Yeah, <laughs> so he's he's always he had like it. A, he gets like a negative one on stealth, right? Because of his bright pink nails <laughs> and his bright blue feathers. How just how much Paco stands out? I feel like she get like negative two. Not that he'll ever try that. Uh, but of course, he can always fly away and hit the tops of buildings. Yes, Paco <laughs> is a he isn't subtle or coordinated. Or very strong, considering the fact that he died. I mean, if I remember, he hit that building because he was plenty strong. <laughs> Let's not forget that he almost died twice in the last campaign. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Let's get going to Father Maxie's. I already uh, did it. You go to you go to the you go to Father Maxie's quarters. Yes. And All um right. well. Then I he's, knock he's, on the he's door. A, he's a very he's a very old man. Very old. Says, ah, Nick. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, I think my soul is shattered. Well, that's not good. Yeah, some glowing lady told me that I needed to repair it with the seventh piece, and this is the first place I thought to look. He kind of nods. And uh, strokes his large gray goatee, and he says, "Hmm, I I think this does make some sense. You probably saw uh, you probably saw Alina, the bride of George Christ. To to that end, though, I think I might know where part of your soul is. Oh. Uh. uh. He he leads you." Uh, to the central chamber where there's a large statue of George Christ with his arms out, out wide, welcoming people in into the church. And around its neck is something you've never seen on this particular statue before. This particular statue was a feature of the old uh, church, which was not this this grand. Um, but the, it, it was like the the call-out feature of the old church. So you were very familiar with it, and you do not remember seeing this green stone around its neck. Just a necklace placed on its neck. Oh. All right. Uh, can I make a perception check on the green necklace? Go for it. All right. It's almost like we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Almost. 15. So like 17, 18. Yeah. You you can sense like a faint magical aura coming off of it. And uh, like when... When you're just looking at it, it looks like just a green rock. But like when you focus on it for like a minute or two minutes, every now and then you just see like this this pulse of light inside of it, and it's so faint that it's really hard to notice. But it's kind of like a heartbeat. Is the necklace what you wanted me to see? I asked Maxie. Yes, it it showed up on the statue uh, early yesterday which uh if as you'll recall like out of out of character as you'll recall was when you got attacked by the wolves and then the glowing ball of light showed up 
Yeah. I got a text. We assumed it was a message from George Christ. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, if you've described this this statue correctly, Riley, out of character here, uh, it's like 20 feet tall. Uh, 20 feet tall would not have been able to fit in, inside your old church. It's like seven feet tall, just oh, kind of bigger okay. than a human being. All right. Well, then uh, I pick it up. The whole statue. No, the, the necklace. The necklace? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I pick, I, I grab the necklace and I. I I remove it from the statue. Uh, do you grab it by the rock? Yes. Uh, the second your hands touch the rock, you have a vision. Okay. Uh, you are thrown back to your past, and uh, we see Nick in the church, uh, very young. Uh, how, how young would you say you are? Eight, nine. So like 10 years ago, if I recall, you said Nick was like 18? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, about 10 years ago. Maybe uh, 12 years ago. Make him real young. Like, okay, so, he, so very, he's... a very, very distant memory. So he's, he's, he's a little kid, and he's been raised in this church his entire life, but he hasn't accepted Christ as, as, his, as his savior. Uh, what, what caused him to actually start... Like being religious toward towards George Christ with George Christ as, as the figurehead. You're asking me? Yeah. Oh shit. Uh fuck. We probably should have talked about this, shouldn't we? Hey, you guys all throw me on the spot constantly. Yeah. Deal with I was it. bullied a lot. Like as a kid, as a little kid. Yeah, you practically improvised spool, so yeah, spool came uh, out of nowhere. Okay, so let's say I'm six years old. This is the memory. Uh, I'm being surrounded by a bunch of 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 older kids from the town that are like ten or maybe like eight or nine. And they're all laughing and making fun because I am an orc, and then. I'm a little fuzzy on details, but let's say uh, Father... What was his name? The guy that I just met. Dorian? Dorian. I'm sorry. Uh, Father Dorian. Uh, I think I need a little assistance here. Uh, Father Dorian came out, let's say, and you've been raised by the church your entire life, so you know him. It's not like this is the first time you met him. Yeah, and he comes out and he sees the, these young boys uh, and young girls. We're not we're not sexist here. Yeah. Young women can be can be bullies too. Uh, you see that <laughs> you see them. He sees them picking on you, making fun of your pointy teeth that extrude from your lower lip. Okay, and he and he he shoes them off uh, with um, a, a cantrip uh, light. And he pretends like it's a it's a combat spell, but it's not. Oh. Uh, he, he just kind of like makes his robes glow, and he says like, "Back off, or I'll blast you, kids." 
I'm being oh. on in the name of Chris. Yeah. And then they, they run off. Um, they run off, and I'm looking up at, at, at Father Dorian in his glowing robes. And he picks me up and he says, Everything's going to be okay, child. And that's when I finally realized that George Christ is my savior. Uh, and then we're back in the cathedral of George Christ, and you're holding this stone in your hands. And uh, you feel a little more complete, having remembered this. Okay. Well, then, I look at the stone, and I put it on. Okay, you're now wearing then... one, one, one of the six soul stones around your neck. All right. I turn around, and I think, uh, so... Father Maxi. And, and, and Paco's just kind of sitting here like, what, what's going on? Are we making the infinity necklace? We have a soul stone. Yeah, it's like a green jade soul stone or something. Okay, well, either way, Paco does not have a clue what is going on, and Nick has this really weird look on his face. Yeah, he just kind of like freezes in place while he's holding it. And uh, when he comes back, uh, Nick, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. You're not going to pee your pants. Oh, God, thank you. I poop your pants. Please let that happen. 14. You might just... Uh, it looks like a pass. 14? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not full-blown crying, but he, his eyes were watering. Just a little bit. All right. Well, then I wipe the tears from my face. And I turn around, and I, I, I thank Father Maxie. And I say, uh, I must be going. I have... Is that... I don't... Uh, he he puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "Please come back and visit any time. I know you left in a state of disarray and disagreement with the church, but we're trying to do better under this new king." I'll Wait, come back. are they under Galvin's rule? Yes, they are. Yes, yeah, they're in Fandolin. <laughs> oh, sweet! I did. I forgot that Fandolin was under Galvin's authority. Well, I say, I I I say, I promise I'll come back. And <laughs> God. <laughs> I say, I say, <laughs> I say, I say, I may be a, a small country orc. Hmm.